clearly above the minimum height requirement and shall now ride your roller coaster. I told you they had a giant working here. <laughs> Welcome to the Tall of Fame podcast, brought to you by Tall Slim Teams. Welcome to another edition of the Tall of Fame. I'm your host, Justine. And yes, I am a little bit under the weather, in case you haven't told by my ridiculous voice right now. Um, but I'm not going to let that hold me back when we've got a great guest like we've got lined up today. So I am joined today by David Foster, and I'm going to let him tell us a little about himself. And uh, um, all you need to know is he's seven foot three, and yes, he does play basketball. I know what you were thinking. Whoa, he must play basketball. Yes. He did play basketball, so he's one of the guys that maybe isn't bugged by that question because he he really did. So, uh, David, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Appreciate it, Dan. Mm-hmm. It's good to be here. Um, my new favorite comment, I think, is you know when people ask me, "Do you play basketball?" I always tell them, "No, it's too short to make the team." You know, <laughs> seven three though, that it definitely helps uh, allow me to play a little bit more. I, I played at the University of Utah for five years. And uh, went overseas and played a little bit and played for LA's D-League team, the Defenders, last season. But due to injuries, multiple injuries, we've landed here in St. George. So D-League mm-hmm. is now G-League, if I'm correct. Right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's basically, in, in essence, what other sports have is the minor league affiliate. Mm-hmm. So you were in the... You were one step from the Lakers. Yeah. You were close. Yeah. One big step. One of my steps, I guess. Uh, There's a lot of guys ahead of me, but uh, it was fun while it lasted. And, uh, yeah, it's the considered the Gatorade League now. So, I guess all those is nice that endorsements. G, is yeah. that what the G came from? Yeah. So, University of Utah, you were there uh, earlier this, what, about 10 years ago or so, 12 Yeah, years my ago. first year was 2006 to 2007. And then I went on a mission for two years and came back and did 2009 to 2013. And you have any, you, I believe you have a uh, prestigious record held. Yeah, hopefully no one can yeah. touch it. Uh, it's the most blocked shots of all time. I was able to do that while I was at Utah. And I, I should know the total. I, I know it's <laughs> somewhere in the 200s. But see, that's an accomplishment. At the University of Utah, you had Michael Doliak back in the this day. True. Andrew Bogut. Yep. There were some... There were some uh, very talented big men to come out of there, but you, uh, I don't think any of them were as tall as you, though. They no. were both seven-footers, but they yep. weren't They weren't 7'3". So now, St. George. So what are you, what are you doing here? What's, uh, what, what's life got in store for you now? So I work at a young adult's transition to independent living um, mental health company here in town called At The Crossroads. So we work with guys and girls 18 to 25, just trying to get them back on their feet, transition into independent life instead of in their parents' basement. And on the side, I, I coach the big men, just volunteer work at Dixie State with Coach Judkins, and just trying to keep my feet wet with basketball as much as possible. Dixie State. So for those mm-hmm. listening who don't know about Dixie State, that's Dixie State University. It is the uh, university here in St. George, Utah. And... Uh, did, had a pretty good season. It didn't end exactly how you wanted, right? But, I mean, yeah. what, were you a top seed in the Division Two tournament? Yeah, so how they do it, there's eight uh, regions and eight teams per region, so 64 teams. And Dixie was in the West region, and they got the second seed. Oh, second seed. And, um, you know, I'd have to look at the numbers again, but I think they had an 18-game winning streak. Uh, cut short, though, first round of regions. We got upset by Azusa Pacific in the first round, so... And the win streak was 
predictably uh, to, targeted right back to the big men play, I'm sure, because once you came in coaching the big men, they, they probably <laughs> just exploded and took off, right? We uh, it was a roller coaster ride with our big men, uh, undersized bigs that we we worked well with, and Dixie's always produced really good big guys. Thanks to Coach Winters and Coach Judkins has done a great job with the guards, and so we've had we had a lot of leadership. Five seniors, all five started. Oh, that's good. Um, actually, six seniors, but five starters were all seniors. So time for a little bit of rebuilding. Yeah, this it's next, gonna be a, uh, maybe a little slower next season. season but <laughs> we'll take the challenge. Yeah. That's cool. So uh, another record, there's two more records that you hold. One of them we actually hold together as the tallest volleyball team to ever compete right. in a tournament at the <laughs> UOVA um, fall finale last October. 7'3 plus 6'6 six, six is 13 feet 9 inches. And that is the tallest the tallest volleyball team that's ever ever played. That yeah, that's no, a lot of, no one has challenged us on that. So that's a lot of human being. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what the other guys on the other side of the net said too. Yeah. <laughs> and you and your wife are the tallest couple in North America. Or I believe you, you said you were tied for it. Yeah, I think we're tied uh, in North America. The world, we I think we're a couple inches off. My my wife needs to pick up her end a little bit. Yeah, She's only six one. Six one. Yeah, carrying the load there. <laughs> Yeah, I think in China there's someone that's seven six and she's six three. Or okay, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, right. yeah. There's a there's a couple that has the, I think they have the world title. But in North America, when you get over a billion people, it helps. That, yeah, I guess the odds. the odds are, the odds are there in your favor at some point, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so at seven three, when did you hit your peak height? How old were you when you got to uh, finally start? I always tell people right out of the womb. <laughs> um, I feel like I always consistently have grown I, by the time I was a third grader I was the tallest in my elementary school um, you know 6'2 at 6th grade 6'4 I grew a couple inches up till freshman year but freshman year of high school I was 6'4 then I hit 7'2 when I was a senior oh wow that so, is a lot of high school growth. Yeah. I mean you were already taller than everyone else as a freshman I mean when I was a freshman I was 6'1 or 6'2 something like that and so we, we pretty much entered high school at about the same. I yeah. stopped at 6'6", six, six and you yeah. got to 7'3". Yeah, late bloomer. But, <laughs> you know, it was good. At 10 inches, uh, it hurt a little bit. The knees and the, oh, yeah, that, the back that. and all that fun stuff. Um, what sports did you – was it just basketball in high school? Did you try anything else? I My goal was just to play basketball. Uh, I had moved from Michigan to California my freshman year of high school, and I didn't even know there was a boys' volleyball team in the public school system. <laughs> we didn't have one until uh, I was a senior. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome. We're, I'm used to Michigan having boys hockey teams, and yeah. but they had a boys volleyball team starting the spring, and I just finished out my basketball workout, and the volleyball coach saw me at six foot eight in the springtime of my freshman year, and just messing around with the volleyball, had no idea what I was doing. He said, "Hey, come." block for us. <laughs> you could teach someone to stand in the middle yeah. with their arms up. And that's right? all it took. And in my freshman year, I went from freshman to JV to varsity all in a matter of one season. Oh, wow. So it was quite the progression. Nice. Yeah. So not not doing much with the volleyball anymore besides yeah. our, our one tournament. That, yeah. was, that was fun. <laughs> it was. We, uh, we did come in fifth. That's what we tell everyone. We don't mention there was only seven teams in our, in our group. But um, So that, that means we were at least able to beat two teams. So yeah. we got to accomplishment. hang our hat on that one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, um, growing up, always taller than everyone else, had lots of things to deal with. What were the pros 
the cons, advantages, disadvantages, conveniences, inconveniences? What are some things that really stand out besides the usual, you know, cars, showers, clothes? We, yeah. we, we've all been there, but uh, yeah. what are some things that maybe, especially at really, really tall, above seven feet, what are some things that uh, really stood out to you, do you think? Well, just quickly going back to, to childhood, even when I was, you know, an infant, you know, my my aunt is all five foot two and she was holding me at six months old and I looked like I was 18 months and should have been walking and you know people giving her the stairs during church or out in public why are you holding that um toddler in your arms just let him let him walk he's six months old he can't walk and just things like that, and then my mom always having to bring the birth certificate to soccer games and to oh I wouldn't you know, think about that to uh, amusement parks just to make sure that you know I'm the legit age and because of my height. Did so. you ever see the movie Benchwarmers? I did. Yes. Benchwarmers. So remember when they have that twenty or thirty something Hispanic <laughs> yes. guy coming to pitch and bat and everything? Yeah. I'm twelve. He goes, yeah. I'm twelve. Here's a crayon drawn uh, birth certificate yeah. with some money. Yeah. I, I imagine your mom had the real one though to uh Yeah, I hope so. Show. I hope so. She brought it just in case. Luckily there weren't any parents that were uh, maybe it was the case that I wasn't too good at soccer, so they didn't really mind. Um, but no, and then um, just trying to adjust to all the questions and attentions. You know, by the time I was 16, I was seven feet tall, and the questions started pouring in, pictures being taken. I wasn't used to it, so I kind of went into a shell for a little bit. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I got it so much in public. Um, but then over the course of the next uh, 13, 14 years, I've just been able to use it to my benefit and just help me be more social, more of an extrovert, and use it to my advantage in public. I remember the first time we went to practice for our volleyball tournament, we went to the Dixie State Sand Courts. <laughs> and as soon as we got there, everyone was saying the same thing. How tall are you? Did you play basketball? Can I take awesome. a picture? It was, yep. you know, I guess that's pretty much just standard everywhere you go. Yeah, and it, you people will start their question with, I know you get this all the time. I know you get this all the time. And sometimes I'll say, well, it's the first time I've heard it today. <laughs> because I just woke up. You know, but, or, like I said before, I'm, I was never tall enough to play basketball. Or I'll tell them my height in centimeters or in inches, and they want want the answer right away. You got to work for it, you know. You got to do something there. Huh? And people just Make want instant fun. gratification nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you played overseas basketball. Did. Which where did you play? I did a couple tournaments in, in China. Nothing long there. Uh, full season in Mexico when I was trying to come back from injury and just get some tape. Um, and then I did maybe a month in the Middle East, um, and then one thing after another just. My knees started giving out, and I said, you know, let's just try one more season in states in the States, and that's where I was last year in L.A. Yeah, but when you were overseas, I imagine a place like China or Mexico, the average height there is yeah. even, even less than it is in the States, so you were probably yeah. stood out even more, Yeah, especially being Caucasian amongst yeah. Asian and Hispanic people, you probably really stood out did they did you get any more questions there do you two feel or did you yeah. feel like a celebrity especially in china i mean the subway system it's so packed and we were in shanghai and you know you're standing for me more elbow to top of the head you know you say shoulder to shoulder but that doesn't exist in, <laughs> in shanghai but uh just extremely packed we went to the shanghai skyline at night and i took a picture with some of my teammates 
and I had one of my coaches take a picture of all the crowd taking a picture of me. <laughs> and I saw I, I felt like more of the the landmark than the actual beautiful skyline of Shanghai, which is world renowned. And it's just funny seeing all these Chinese people taking pictures of me instead of well, they got both. They got me and the skyline. But and then Mexico, same way. I mean the beds that they had us sleeping on, they try to accommodate, but it's tough because they don't make beds for seven-footers down there. So what do you do now? What's what? Uh, your wife is six one and you're 7'3", so what do you do for yeah. a bed? An we Alaska t- King, one of those nuts? <laughs> I wish, maybe one of these days. <laughs> uh, California King is where we have to uh, settle with at the moment, and it's, it's fine, it goes out to seven feet. Uh, you can pull it a little bit away from the bed and stuff some pillows down there to oh, extend good, it. Good you know? strategy. A lot of people want to extend the bed, the foot of the bed, but then you just end up kicking whatever's down there. And But if you can mm, pull it away from the wall and stuff it, then you're all right. But I, we don't do that with our cow king. I just kind of sleep on my side and kind of banana curl. Yeah. And take up most of the bed. Got to bend the knees a little to stay, yeah, stay yeah. on, stay under the covers yeah. there. I don't mind my feet hanging off every once in a while. Air, air my feet out a little bit. That's know? true. You don't yeah. get, <laughs> don't get hot. What about a hotel? So they don't have cow kings in hotels. What do you guys do when you go to the a hotel? King, the king bed is actually fairly wide, so we can. So you can sort of angle yourself, yeah, I guess. A for sure. Bit yeah. So being the tallest couple in North America, then, you've got two kids. Mm. What uh, are they in the five thousandth percentile? For <laughs> At least, they might, at least creeping up on it. Our five-year-old, and we knew he would be tall, not a question, but he's kind of exceeding our expectation. He just keeps growing out of everything way too quick. He's first year in kindergarten, swear the whole class goes up to his waist. <laughs> My wife took a picture at the beginning of the school year, and it's, it's hilarious. They're all waiting to walk out for recess, and here's my, here's my boy in the back just towering over these kids and they all have their little chairs in kindergarten and we asked the teacher can you give our son a normal an adult chair, chair? <laughs> <laughs> a man child chair he's four foot five and he'll be six in may so let's see four foot five that's uh 53 inches yeah wow yeah so my five-year-old she my daughter just turned five and we took her in and she was i want to say 44 inches and 44 pounds, and that's kind of how yeah. I was trying to remember it. But she was the 98th percentile in height. So oh, wow. we have to make sure they stay friends <laughs> growing up because <laughs> they will probably be the only person for each other in St. George. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they will be anywhere close. Uh, Maybe they can give you and your wife a run for their money one yeah, day as the tallest couple in North America. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. Yeah. Oh. So... Um, We've gotten questions, uh, a couple of questions. People ask, what's that music at the beginning of our, of the podcast? Oh, what's that? Where'd you get that music from? And um, we're going to give everyone a little, um, a spoiler alert here. Mm-hmm. That that music goes to something that we're going to be doing on Saturday. You want to give people a little uh, a little description of what that song is and what, what the accompanying video is going to be? Yeah, Dan here at Tall Slim Tees has done a, an amazing opportunity for me to, you know, explore my acting skills a little bit more. I've always wanted to do a video where it portrays, you know, tall people problems, along with maybe some tall people perks. Uh, But, you know, mainly the problems that we face on a daily basis that people just don't recognize and take for granted. And for me, it's just kind of become a natural way of life. But, you know, we're going to shoot a video and do a little promo of 
um, daily life as a seven footer or close to a seven footer. And I'm <laughs> sure if you, even if you're six eight, you still face a lot of these problems that that we do on a daily basis. But yeah, we're ex- I'm excited for it. That's something I've always, like I said, wanted to do. I think it'll be a very popular video. It, yeah. It's it's uh, everyone always says, oh, you've got a great niche. It's it's a small niche. I said, well. We're a big knit. We're, we're very tall guys, but yeah. yes, in numbers, there are not many people that are extremely tall in the world, and um, not all of them are slim, so they don't always work with our, our brand of shirts or anything, but uh, we really wanted to put something out there that tall people could just relate to. That was uh, So that music is, is part of a song that we, uh, 100% original song, and um, it's going to be put to a music video that will feature David, who was also featured as our... Uh, giant Cupid for <laughs> Valentine's Day promo. If you've seen that one, be sure to check that out on the Tall Slim Tees YouTube channel. Um, and who knows? I'm sure we'll find uh, some other videos that you can. Yeah, I'm all for it. You can uh, be yeah. in here in the future as well. Uh, we'll probably have to interview uh, you and your wife together at some point. It's the tallest couple in North America to let people see it. Just see you in real life. Have an average sized couple stand next to you. Yeah, and then have you guys right yeah. there. I think that would be a really good. Uh, uh, good comparison for people to see. <laughs> so, any other uh, anything we didn't hit on? Anything you uh, that's uh, unique, unusual, funny about your your tall life outside of the usual airplanes and showers and stuff <laughs> that just is no fun. I mean, showers have always been great. I, I always tell people that I have the the cleanest belly button in the world, <laughs> you know, because that's usually where the shower heads hit. Uh, I always love going to Walmart and seeing, you know, if you need assistance for these top shelf items, please you know, <laughs> ask. And and I'm right there to help out. And they usually ask you. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they've, customers have gone. I haven't even worn a blue shirt, and they'll still come up to me and ask me to grab some cereal boxes that have been pushed to the back. Or I really like the video out there of the, the guy, the lady struggling to get the, the box of cereal at the top, and the guy going by and grabbing the box for her you think he's grabbing it for her and he puts it in his cart and <laughs> walks away that's pretty savage but you know I uh, I don't know if I could ever do that <laughs> that's cruel but it is cruel <laughs> but it's hilarious that's what makes some good comedy but uh, no I mean I don't know I, I wish I can pick on some pick some stories or some experiences but you know being seven feet for the past 14 years you just grow accustomed to... That's just life. That's life. just ordinary. It's yeah. ordinary to you. It is. Um, and it's really helped me become more of a, an extrovert, more ta- willing to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get me wrong. I have my days where I don't want to talk to anyone, and I just want to turn on the, the NBA game that's going on and, and watch sports or, or whatever. But um, for the most part, it's helped open me up and kind of put me in a leadership leadership position where I'm at at, at the crossroads and um, hopefully I can continue that throughout my professional career yeah. whether it's in basketball or whether it's in um, the mental health field yeah that's uh you, you've sort of got to be an extrovert when you're you're seven footer you're just going to draw the attention and yeah. you just you just have to roll with it I think at some point you got to Got to be able to smile and not yeah. not get all cranky and grumpy. You're right. I mean, there's maybe. already enough to be grumpy about. I can imagine like, shoes. What is that? A 19, yeah. 18, 17? Yeah, you know, I've been fortunate. To, uh, 17 isn't too bad for a seven footer. You know, I, I stayed below the 20 mark, and 
you can go to Nordstrom Rack and find good uh, Something 17s. Something So Just, what about socks? Shoes are usually available. How, how do you find socks in size 17? So I'm actually wearing socks from, uh, there's an Australian company, Dubs. They mainly do pants and socks. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them, yeah. Um, you guys do the best with the shirts, better than anyone that I've found. But Dubs, they do really well with pants and, again, the socks. and. Or I'll go to Nike. Oh, okay. Nike goes up to 15, and I'm not too it's picky. pretty close. Yeah. A little, a little tight, but yeah. not too bad. Huh? It's, it's not that bad, but, you know, it's Nordstrom Rack. I just found a pair of 18 Uggs. Oh, So nice. a little bit bigger, but they're super comfortable. Wear these to church. Yeah. Uh, nice, walk, like walking on a cloud almost, but it's slip-ons. and <laughs> You just get lucky. You know, you just, you just got to be willing to explore other I'll tell you options. where we got lucky. I went over the weekend uh, to Vegas and we stayed at the Vidara. Nice. Adjustable shower heads. No way. The shower head is on a rod. <laughs> I could barely reach the top of the rod. It goes yeah. up there. Yeah. And the shower head is on a hose thing, so you could pull it off. And yep. So you put it on, you raise the shower head, you just slide it on up. Yep. And yep. so my wife had showered first that morning. And it was where it was, yeah. and I just took it and whoosh, zipped it right up. And I thought, "This is amazing." Absolutely. Why don't they make all the showers they like this? They need to. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> that's, there's a tip for you. Yeah. Okay. Last basketball question. Go for it. How'd your March Madness bracket do? Uh, as most of America, out first round. Um, you had Virginia going all the way. Yep, of course. Uh, I'm a big defense guy. I always love defense. Feel like defense wins championships. I know that their sixth man went out with injury, um, but I still thought Virginia had it. And as we know from uh, their experience, you don't bet against a retriever, and uh, they, they got them pretty good. <laughs> it is uh, it is hard to play defense when they pretty much just jack up the threes as they cross half court every time <laughs> and make them all the time. Yeah. So and then just Villanova. Watching Villanova was incredible. I mean to to win every game by at least twelve points. Um, they were pretty dominant throughout. And they had a yeah. pretty hard – they ended up with a harder road to get there. They did. You know, Loyola – everyone was talking about Loyola Chicago. And you think, yeah. who do they really have to beat to get there? A, a six, a, a three, a nine. A, they never even faced a one or a two seed. Oh, a seven. Yeah. In a bracket. Yeah. And Michigan, too, actually. They they didn't ever – Yeah, that whole that. left side was fairly – It was pretty It was pretty messed up. Yeah. I actually had in my first – the first bracket I made, my – went off my gut it was Villanova over Michigan in the championship game wow and uh, it in ESPN it was 98.9 percentile I missed quite a few others yeah but uh, yeah <laughs> Michigan State making the final four that that yeah. <laughs> did they even get out of the first or second round uh, I, they, I think lost second round yeah so having having a good basketball acumen mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily translate to March Madness no. prediction success Not I did all. make a tall slim tease official bracket I looked up the height, average height for each team, and I just advanced the taller team every time. <laughs> and in that bracket, it was Duke over Florida State in the championship, and we see that height in basketball, it doesn't always pan out. It doesn't, not in at all. In fact, I looked on the day of the game, yesterday was it, they played. Michigan was the taller average team in Villanova, so yeah. there you have it. Height, yeah. height doesn't win championships. Nope. Not at and all. In the case of Virginia, defense doesn't win championships, apparently. Nope. So. <laughs> I don't know what does. A uh, little bit of luck, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Shooting the tar out of the ball, that's for sure. That'll get it done. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening today to the Tall of Fame. Uh, we'd like to thank David Foster for coming on in and being a guest and for all he does to help us out. And uh, be sure to stay tuned for our next episode. We've got some great guests lined up. We'll catch you later.